This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to All About TRH, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's episode, we cover Real Housewives of Potomac and some Southern charm. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. Happy Monday. Yes. So Chantel is going to Cancun this week because her wedding's in Cancun and they like tell you to come for a couple days before um, and or wait, like a couple days, a couple months before just to check out everything. And not m- most people don't do it, but Chantel got money. No, that is, you're such, you're such a loser. Um, I'm going because I literally have no idea what to expect and I have, and I'm like a control freak. I'm not going down there, not knowing where a bathroom is or something. Like I need to know where everything's at. Keep in mind, our community does not do this. Like we do not do destination weddings. This was like, this was, we thought like an all talk moment because our community, a lot of the time is all talk. And Chantal was like, no, I'm really going to do it there. So this is like a big deal to all of us. And most people that do do weddings down there, they have like 45 people. Like I'm bringing 160 people. Like I don't have time for something wrong to happen because I didn't go down there to do a preview. Not to make this about me, but I'm just so happy Chantal allowed me to bring my daughters. Yeah. And her daughter still thinks it's for her birthday. Well, it is, though. No, so. it's not, though. She's coming for her birthday or she's coming because my wedding. But she's celebrating her birthday. Like, mm. she, on the airplane, it's going to literally, she's going to have, like, a whole, like, headband that says it's my birthday. And, you know, she's going to, like, have outfit. I'm just kidding about the outfit. But, well, no, I yeah. mean, that's cute. But are you sure? I mean, I'm not going to be on that airplane, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> that's really This is Chantel's goddaughter, by the way. Yeah. I just want you guys to know. Um but yeah, that, so Chanel's going to be gone Tuesday and Wednesday. So we are not going to be able to recap until freaking Friday. Yeah. Well, Thursday night maybe, but we'll see how tired I get. Well, you can watch it in the airplane. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. What was that? Because I don't know if I can because I'm like on spirit, which is like a like nasty. Oh my gosh. Like, Chanel. <laughs> what? Ew. Yeah, I don't got money. <laughs> yeah, what? No, that was your husband's doing because your husband will go on any like <laughs> any airplane there is. So. No, it was really expensive. I don't know what was up Delta's ass, but to go in November when when in February when she's better timing it was like five hundred. It was like nine fifty. So like I wasn't gonna pay that. No, no, thank this, you. This this isn't me being bougie. Spirit is not worth it. Like first off, they are the meanest people in the world. They like don't care. I don't know if they're not getting paid at all, but they don't care. Nine out of 10 times your flight is delayed. I hope this doesn't happen. Chantal actually went on Spirit again with her husband because she never goes without him on Spirit. And Chantal calls me fiance. Fiance. And she's like, my flight's delayed. I'm like, are you kidding? I was like, no, actually, this isn't shocking at all. Every time my dad, because we used to go to Cancun a lot too. And so my dad would sometimes put us on Spirit. And I swear to God, he always fought with someone, like always fought with someone. And it was always like delayed or just, I don't even, it's just, it's not worth it. It's always worth it to spend a lot more money, but you're only going for two days. I get it. Yeah. And like, it was literally like $200 compared to nine fifty. Like that's a big difference for two people. So then you're going to end up paying $1,500 more just for a flight. Like, no, thank you. We need to see how her spirit. I know you guys, was. I'm going to die, but like, I, this was like a next. I mean, I probably still would spend the 950, but then my fiance just doesn't understand it. And I was like, if our flight gets even delayed by two hours, I'm never taking spirit again. Yeah, he needs to know, but he has like patience of a saint. So he would just be like, okay, whatever. No, he's gone very lucky. Like most of his flights don't get delayed with spirit. Well, the one that you two went on got delayed. I know, but then we did another one and it didn't get delayed. So we're 50 50. Uh, Today's my husband's birthday. And Chantel, oh, yeah. happy birthday, Jacob. Let me text him now. Yeah, make sure you text him or he'll have like a little crying fit about it. <laughs> Be like, why didn't Chantel text me? Um, he, so I, I made a breakfast for him. Oh, that's nice. Right? So I did something cute. Yeah. So we went out this weekend, but Chantel says that I am like so ugly and I don't do anything cute, but 
I am going to print photos for him for his office because he always says you don't the only photos I have is of Charlie because you've never printed photos for me in my office. And, you know, those girls got to know that he is married with a bunch of kids. Exactly. So he always tells they me. They may want him like, even more. Oh, my gosh. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Working corporate America and stuff like, oh, gosh, you're so right. But he really like he's like every time people walk in, they just think it's like me, you and Charlie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, with the first kid, you get excited and you do stuff. And then after that, you're like, it's fine. But so I was like, I'll just give that to him because he has everything. What am I going to give him? You know, I'll give him a hug. So Okay. Wow. Anyways, uh, today we're going to cover uh, Potomac and Southern Charm. Last season, by the way, I gave up. There was a point, like, I think Chantal absolutely gave up, but I definitely gave up too. And uh, it is so refreshing to know that this season is already everything and more. Yeah, I, for- I forgot how much I gave up when there there's those little flashbacks. And I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. watch that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that, too. But then I remembered when I saw. I was like, wait, who was she again? And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this happening. But we didn't recap the season premiere because we were at BravoCon. But let me tell you, typically a first episode sucks. This one was actually good. No, no, this one was amazing. Like it was it, it was like 10 times better than even the second one. And I just want to comment on from the last episode when they all confronted Robin, Sharice, Ashley, and Giselle. And Robin justified everything by saying the explanation from Juan cheating was so dumb that it's believable. Chantel, Chantel, the Delulu in her. Okay, how about, I want to talk about the scene between Robin and Juan, okay? Wait, wait, wait not yet, though, because, like, that's... The, no, I'm no. talking about the premiere. The first episode. Oh, okay, go ahead. When he first was, like, like, you know, he just kept making it so casual. He just made everything <laughs> so casual in the kitchen. It wasn't guys. when the... Yeah, like, or when they were sitting down, I think it's when they were sitting down. He just made everything so casual. I'm like, yeah, like, I was dumb, but whatever. I was dumb, but whatever. I shouldn't have done that. It's like, no, like, how about you, like, apologize and you say, like, I'm so stupid. I'll never embarrass our family again. Like, that was so wrong of me. I embarrassed our family. He was just like, yeah, I did that. My bad. Like, he was just so rude about his apology. And I'm sure they talked about it before, but this is your chance to change everyone's hearts in America. And, like, let's do it now. Here's my thing is what I'll never understand about a man is why are you with this girl? Like, why are you with her if you He's find the need to disrespect like, her? He, he needs yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, Robin absolutely holds it down. There was a point where, because even when he was, like, an assistant coach, like, they don't make what you think they make. So, I mean, that's why when, uh, from, Sh- from Shaw, not Shaw's, oh, my gosh, from um, Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw's husband, everyone's like, how do they have this much money with, like, a coaching salary like what so they don't make that much money i mean they make money but they don't make that much money robin does hold it down she's been on the season since season one so she's making a good paycheck so uh, yeah like it's so sad but then it's even sadder is like look like she's holding it down for him and he's doing that behind her back like how disgusting is that i hate guys i hate no i hate guys and i think robin's the biggest like loser in the world like you you stand up for yourself like you show your kids you show first of all you show your kids that you shouldn't treat a woman like that because you're letting their dad do that to you you stand up for yourself like this is they i swear they have some sort of secret um relationship that we don't understand and that's why it's the way we're seeing it i don't think so i just think that she is comfortable with him i can't even imagine like Juan but doesn't how? seem well Juan doesn't seem into her okay and robin like i can't imagine these two having sex is that weird like no, he... i mean they've been together for so long so that like right I, I maybe but then i also think Juan hates like her lifestyle like she's always having to like get a life coach and, like and like do better because she's like always late she can be lazy to you know through his eyes it's like but i think he understands like that the show also like requires like storylines and things of that sort but he's just pissed right now that he's the subject of it well he should have came back and was like i'm gonna get redemption because i just didn't understand the way he was talking about it he how robin would be okay with it well i i did say i said he needs to take accountability class because you can tell nothing in his life he's taking accountability for seriously 
we'll touch on that, but let's get to the episode. So Ashley's having a housewarming and she and Michael are good at co-parenting, but things are weird because he's suing Candace for talking about his business, but she doesn't have details. And she says like, once it goes in the media is when I find out, like, it's not like Michael calls me and tells me about it. And I believe that. I believe that he doesn't tell her, but I believe that once you see it, you're, you're, you like are going to call Michael and be like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah, that's true. It's and so I think crazy. It's, I think I think like anybody in the universe of Bravo, okay, when you're when you see you enter the Bravo universe, no one should be suing anybody unless it's like a really, 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 really crazy thing. Like tread lightly. This is the respect you should give. You no one should be suing anybody. Yeah, no one should be suing anybody, but I feel like sometimes it is hard for the husbands because the women do go so low and they want to hurt you. So they keep coming for your husband. And Chantel, 90% of these husbands don't want to join the show. The only people who want to join the show is like someone like John Fuda. But aside from that, a lot of the husbands, like when casting comes for any of these shows, people are like, we, there's a great person, but their husband refuses to join the show. So when they already are on the fence or kind of feel weird about joining the show and then they keep getting attacked season after season and then like it does affect their business, I can see them making a point and being like, you got a big mouth and it's time. I don't think the women should sue each other, but like sometimes I kind of understand why the men do feel the need to do it. But like, it's like, just scare them. Don't actually go through with it. Exactly. Like give them like a, what is it? Season desist or something, whatever it's yeah, called. And just exactly. It. And then they get a little scared. Um. So Karen meets with Maya. Is it Mia? Mia. Mia. <laughs> I'm still not over how tall Mia was. <laughs> she was a big girl, guys. Yeah. Like, as in, like, like just tall. Not, yeah, not yeah, like, not weight. But she was big. Like when she was next to me, I felt like you know she could hold me. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, hi, mama. Like I felt like she could hold me. But so Karen, me, but like even on the show, she doesn't look that big compared to them. Is that weird? Well, because Giselle's really tall too. So then, yeah, you're, like you're you have like they really are like Amazonian women. Like they're all like freaking <laughs> tall. Like so is Robin. Like they're all my really tall. dad's side. Every single one of his <laughs> yes. sisters are like that. They're literally like tall as hell and just a big like it is crazy and then and then my cousins they're all like the the boys they're all like six six and it's like every time i'm next to them i'm like hi like you know they're just so big uh, um so that's like everyone on my dad's side and they're like bigger than my dad which is crazy my dad's like six foot but they're bigger than my dad and i'm like this is wild so anyways okay so karen meets with maya mia <laughs> <laughs> Karen meets with I spelled it Maya like an idiot. Karen, I think that's how she does spell it, but it's Mia. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Karen meets with Mia and Karen is stressed because she was very loyal to Mia even last year. And I agree. Like watching back last year, even the flashbacks, Karen did have Mia's back. So um, you know, Mia did turn on her. And Mia at first did try to justify it, but then she ended up owning it because Karen's like, I'm not going to do this. I love Karen, by the way. Me too. I've always loved Karen. I've always had Karen's back. I've always loved her. And uh, she just yeah. has the best facial expressions to me. Every time yeah. she reacts to something, I'm like crying, laughing. She has the best confessionals. You know, um, do you, like, do you think Karen's the oldest housewife? Um, uh, yeah. She's turning think- 60. Oh, wow. No, then. Is it- I know. Isn't that crazy when, like, she says she's who is 60- the oldest? Um, oh, Vicky is. No, no, Vicky isn't. It, I did a, I did a Google search, but it wasn't Vicky. It's, like, f- few people that are not on the show anymore, like, Jean Key, you know, that girl, Jean oh, Key, Key, and, like, yeah. but then, like, there's Lisa Vanderpump. She's, like, 64, and then there's Dorinda. What? Yeah, and then there's Dorinda. Dorinda's, yeah. like, and then there's, um, uh, who else did I, who else did I Well, Dorinda's like- 58, but still. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, no, no. There's someone. Hold on. There's someone else. You can keep talking. But I was googling like the oldest housewives, and like you'd be shocked. Like even, even um, a lot of people in New York, Ramona, Ramona's older than sixty. Like a lot of people um that are like in the other housewives. Ramona's sixty-six. Yeah, she's older. Uh huh. You guys, they look good. Yeah, it's. I don't care. It's if it's because they got stuff. Like I'm gonna be so scary at that age. Like I'm gonna look like my grandma, (laughs) and it's not like what you think. Like she looks because I look at my mom who's like 65. I'm like, you don't look like any of these girls. Oh yeah, but they but our parents have actually our parents have done things, but they haven't done like Botox and fillers and stuff. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I look at my mom and I'm like, I don't think, oh my God, you have wrinkles. They just don't look as youthful as like these ones, you know, when they try. They just like never wore makeup ever. Yeah. It's like literally once they hit 28, they stopped caring. And I was like, wait, what? That's like the time <laughs> that you start caring. I feel like at 28, like you don't even care. Like before that, you're whatever. But once our parents hit 28, they literally all stopped caring. It, it's so crazy to me, except one of our aunts, our only aunt who rest her soul she was the only one who like ate healthy took care of herself and all that we always ask we always ask our moms this they all let go they all gained weight and they just like were i don't know and they were all like that so maybe that's why they were comfortable being like that yeah and they just didn't care it's not even like weight like they just stopped caring oh my gosh mom don't listen to this <laughs> I'm scared but that is crazy honestly these women look so good because again Chantel when we're that age I'm scared I know hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Um, Chantel, were you not dying with Candace's desk table and church chairs? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I should call it out because I was so afraid if she didn't. It is ghetto, and I have that. Like, we were raised with those church chairs. Every gathering, those church chairs were pulled out. I have, and my mom got gets them from Costco. Um, and I have so many in the basement, like we always bring it up and they're not cute at all. And I'm always like, I want like cute chairs when people come over, but like, is it even worth it? Yeah, it is worth it. Like, that's like, you know, I think what our aunts do, you guys, like every time someone gets married, they like, they all get together and get those chairs for that person for gathering. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them, no, do not give me chairs. I'll get my own chairs. And no, I'm that's not really what chairs. they did. They really did do that for all of us who got married. And so that, cause like, I didn't go to freaking Costco and buy all that, but there's um, cuter, like simple chairs, like black and white. Like you don't need to get the ones with the little cushion. But it's nice. It is comfortable. It's just ugly as all hell. And then the the little like the the table. It's like that. First off, girl, get a different desk table. Like you really shouldn't be having that. I mean, I have those, but like I use them for birthdays, and then I'll put like a nice um what is it thing over it. Yeah, like I think she was remodeling. Like she's like getting it together. So she's like, <laughs> this is what's what's gonna. But do. I just died because I could really. Uh, you know what, Chanel? I actually think Candace is real for not wanting to bring Drew on her show. Like, she wants to be the main event. I don't blame her because she has invested a lot of time and money. And I feel like for me, I wouldn't want someone on there unless they've done the same. Yeah, that's true. Would you? Yeah. And like, like I feel like Drew is not consistent, but maybe she is. I mean, it's it's like, like she said, like, I sold it out, so I don't need to bring anybody. But if you, she wants, like, just to bring somebody out, you know? Right. Why wasn't Drew at BravoCon? Did she get fired or did she quit? I don't Do we know. not know. Let me, I'm trying You're to. You're the Atlanta it. girl, not me. I know. Oh, so it says that it comes, uh, she still isn't settled. I don't know. That is so weird that she didn't. Um, now I'm like wondering if she's coming back because that's like BravoCon is their Super Bowl. So for her not to show up is kind of crazy. So I don't know. Anyways, the biggest red flag scene of all was Robin bagging her supplements and then Juan walks down conveniently. And these two have a BFF <laughs> relationship, but I don't even think they're friends. And to me, their relationship is of convenience. So Robin updates Juan on what happened at Giselle's house saying like it was this intervention against her. And Juan was like, didn't we already have conversations about this? Okay, well, we deserve to hear what those conversations were, Juan. So no, let's talk about it. And Rob um, Robin's friends haven't came up to her yet. So she's telling, she's explaining it to you, Mr. Little Juan over there. Right. Robin says this isn't news to her, but says this whole thing of him being photographed with someone after being caught um, and in the nail salon. It, yeah, at the nail salon, like, is a big deal. And he is just a walking red flag. He's like, I don't care. Instead of saying, like, you know what? I put you in a bad situation. I embarrassed you, and I wouldn't like it if roles were reversed. He's annoyed that there's, you know, consequences. And now he has to talk about what he's done. And I'm just like, 
you're gross, dude. You are gross. He's so dismissive. It's like not even okay. And I think, and it's almost like Robin's scared to say anything to him because she knows how he is, but she has to use her friends to say, to bring it up the story. And so that she can like kind of sneak in how she feels, you know, but she's like, she's like putting it through her friend's point of view. Right. We're going to see what else he's going to say. Cause she's like, doesn't have a backbone to say like, I didn't like how you did this to me. You embarrassed me. You didn't respect me. Get the hell out of my house for two months. I feel like, like she thinks that, but I just think she doesn't want to say it on camera. Cause she wants to act like she doesn't care when she does care. Cause anybody would care. He's like, I already have a small circle. Now I'm going to have a smaller circle. Yeah. Biatch you're married. Okay. When you're married, the only circle you have is your wife and your kids. Bye. Like, what do these men not understand? 100%. And like, like, I'm, I, I, I don't get that. Don't get married then. It's that simple. You want to do stupid stuff like this? Don't get married. I don't, like, we see this and we hear this all the time. We watch this. And like, we, don't whole, get married. The whole hotel thing, that was just wild. Like, that was, that was just the craziest story I've ever heard in my life. But the, the laundromat was his coworker, correct? Well, he, I don't even know. I, I, I think really, he said that, but the I'm, nail person, it's like, I don't even know who that was. So it's just like, I, I can understand you having, you go, being seen with a coworker because like sometimes that does happen. Like you go out to lunch with your coworker who's in the opposite sex or whatever, but why are you going to a nail salon with your coworker? That's where you draw the line. That's where it's weird. Yeah, no, it's honestly disgusting. It's not a good look. Your wife is a public figure at this point. You know people are going to have a field day with this. My whole thing is like, especially like just being embarrassed. Like you're embarrassing me. I'm your wife. Like this is so embarrassing for me. And guess who has to deal with it? I do. You don't even have to. I do. I have to hear it. And here I am looking like a jackass. You already know that Juan has done 700 things on top of just that. I mean, hello, he cheated on her before. So, right. Yeah. That's where, like, that's where, like, all of this is just, like, concerning. Because it's, like, he, he has a shady past. Yeah. And his guilty ass, he's, is, is, he's like, um, people always have something to say. And he's, like, I don't care. And Robin is, like, I don't give a damn what these ladies think. And I'm just, I'm embarrassed about the whole thing. I really am. I can't wait for us to finally get the reunion moment so everyone can school her. Well, and I wonder, well, I mean, they, they did try to last reunion and it didn't really work. Uh, so Juan is, he is, no, because remember he came out after the reunion. Oh yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And then they did a watch what happens live episode, I think. Um, so Juan is dealing with a lot, but he, he, you know, has a lot going on. He was fired, um, because there's a sexual assault case going. And of course, Robin believes he's not liable for anything, but again, he needs to take accountability course. And when they talk about it, it's so awkward. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't like looked into anything about this, but I mean, I hopefully I our justice system just finds out the truth and you know goes from there. Yeah, like we can't really until, but to me, my opinion, it does look like he did some stupid stuff. So I guess. But is it with another guy or is it with a girl? It not, it wasn't him. Like he tried to cover up a sexual assault oh. case. Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah, dismissive one. Let's go. Right, literally, like probably been like, uh, it's fine. Um, anyway, so NECA is the new housewife. And NECA. Yeah, and she bought a new home, and she actually lives in Potomac. She's Potomac, got the area code. Right, Potomac. That's zip is, code, sorry. Yeah. Well, Potomac is very expensive. They have the most expensive homes, and as we know from the seasons, many claim to live in Potomac, but the ladies will end up clowning, be like, you don't even live in Potomac. And, like, that house that she has is probably, like, $3 million, which, it, Chandel, that house, like, here would not be that much. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you guys, like, those houses are so basic, but it's really all about location, so. But is it? Like, is it worth it? I guess. Yeah. I, I, I ended up looking up Potomac houses after, and, um, I mean, they have some really beautiful houses, but, yeah, they're all so expensive. And I'm just like, okay, what? Like, the house that I live in now is like a million dollar home in Potomac and I'm just like or even more and I'm just like what like yeah. that is crazy to me um isn't it crazy Chantal how so many people struggle to conceive like it makes me so sad I know what was happening before like in I our mom's I think it's because we were all getting pregnant at 22 not 32 oh yeah that's so it's a big difference for our ovaries I know that's so true. And we weren't also eating this nasty food that we're getting or eating or drinking like plastic chemically water but yeah, because, like, it's, like, everyone 
what is her name? Wait, her name is um Aneka. I want to see how old she is. Because that's so true. Like, our parents all, like, really had us so young. Uh, and uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what her – I don't know. I'll find out her age, I guess, later. Um, so I'm going to be honest, by the way. I have never been a fan of Wendy. I hope it changes. Uh, just so – I just need to make that – you know, I, I need to be honest with you guys. I know sometimes you guys get upset when we're honest, and then you put a review, like, that we're biased because we don't like someone. But – I really don't. I, and I don't I feel know. Like, and I feel like we never really loved Candace, but I think she's turning. I actually us. feel like I'm liking uh, Candace. Yeah, I feel like, but but I'm saying like if we ever go back to a situation, a lot of the times we didn't side with Candace. Um, but I do. I am liking her. I think even last season I was liking her. So yeah, and I I'm liking her. And someone asked if she would want Monique to come back on the show, and she said yes. And I felt like that was growth, and that was like okay, wow. Okay, so Naka, I think, is 36 years old. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you guys, I'm sorry to say, but. I know. Like, I'm I'm probably going to struggle. Like, I'm 30, I I'm going to be 32 when I get married. And it just, we're not 20, like, we're not 22 trying to have kids. And you don't even want to have kids. Chantal, like, scares me because she doesn't want to have kids right away. right away. And I'm like, Chantal, no, like, just do it. And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. <laughs> Like, literally honeymoon baby right here. But, it, but like, okay, Aneka was so funny. She's like, I start my day with bubbles and I end my day with bubbles. It's like, okay, let's remove the bubbles for three months and then let's just keep trying, okay? Oh, are you talking about, like, the bath bubbles? No, she's talking about bubbles as in, like, champagne. She was taking her pills with oh, champagne. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even catch that. Like, please. Like, I know, you're, like, we're trying to be funny or whatever. I don't know. Take away the bubbles. I know. But, like, it's, like, it's crazy because, like, some people are like drunk their entire pregnancy. I'm just kidding, but like you know, I don't yeah, know. You no, shut up. <laughs> Stop with that narrative. Like it was a Santa Barbara trip, okay? Or where were we? Santa Barbara. Yeah. Gosh, it was my thirtieth birthday. It was a wine tasting, but um, I do miss wine because I am a wine person. Like when my kids grow up, they're gonna be like, my mom's always drinking wine. But anyways, um, uh, yeah. So I don't like Wendy, but okay, you guys. Am I but like, mean, but... but um, why would she, like, want to do, like, a TV show? Like, just do a podcast right now and call it a day. Right. So, Wendy's looking for studio space because she's starting her own talk show. And it's a show about politics and personal. How do you think a show like that will do, Chantel? Not very well. Nope. It gives you a specific target. um, And not an all-around target. So... I I um I don't think she should do that, but we wish her the best. <laughs> Can you see Wendy having a good talk show? No, not at all. Bethany Frankel, who was like the like golden child of Real Housewives, obviously not anymore, had the worst talk show. So. And I don't like Wendy doesn't have it to me either. I think I Wendy like Giselle can, Wendy, would be better as a talk show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think Wendy can, you know, people want to hear what she says. Maybe so again, like go do a podcast. podcast like, I mean, that's so true. Uh -huh. Yeah, she's the thing with Wendy, even with like the candles, like whatever happened with the candles, like she always goes to the extreme where it's like, no, start slow. See if you have a podcast, see if it's successful. If it's successful, go to the next level, you know? Um, so the ladies are doing Pilates, and then it gave me PTSD to that time that I tried Pilates and canceled after two months. <laughs> we remember. But I swear you can do it at home because I feel like when I did it at home around, like I was doing it in February, March, and April at home on the videos, like I swear I feel like my body looked the best because I was looking at pictures, and right now I look like a slop kebab. So I was like looking at pictures, and I was like, oh, this was nice. Like this was like a good time. So I feel like you can do those type of workouts at home. I literally sent my picture husbands of me when I went to Chantal. Marco Island and I was like look how skinny I was don't ever forget it <laughs> oh wow I know and he was like oh he literally looks at me and he's like okay babe like what like, <laughs> no one no one forgot it <laughs> I'm just like yeah just so you know so Roxanne's feeling insecure huh you're going through a lot huh <laughs> I, I really am um and then he but he did bring up he's like I can't believe you're gonna be so pregnant for Chantel's wedding and I'm just like I, we I know. know I know um, he's right here, by the way, but he's like, he's changing for work. Hey, birthday boy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's smiling. <laughs> um, okay. So I died when they showed Ash Ashley at the expert level, because like, of course, Ashley's at the expert level. Oh, her body. I know. And it just like reminds me of when, um, Candace was like so mean to her about her body when she had just had a baby. And like when she was pregnant, uh, um, 
Candace kept calling her wide, which again, I, when I am pregnant, that is what happens to me. Yeah. My see, like, that's like, that's like, that's like why, like, yeah, that's why it's like, oh my God, sometimes Candace, you just couldn't stand because it's just so rude. Yeah. And like, that is like, and she's always been a tiny girl. Exactly. And Ashley always bounced back no matter what. And she really wasn't even wide. Like, I swear she really wasn't. So I was shocked. But anyways, Giselle has some nerve because she then asked Karen to apologize to Robin and I agree that they both could apologize to each other, but it's not just going to be Karen to Robin. Exactly. I think Karen answered it correctly. Yeah. It's Ashley's housewarming party, and her house is cute. Uh, I've always been such a big fan of her, and Chantal, her boobs look so good in her confessional that it makes me think, like, should I get boobs one day? No, because I just listened to a podcast about how how fake boobs cause you to have, like, it's illness. It's called, I forgot what it's called. So, you know, do not ever do it. I know. I said that to someone one time who had fake boobs and they got so mad about me saying I mean, it's that. not everyone, but, like, most of the time, like, two, three years. Like, and after two years, like, they started deforming and being weird. So it's, like, never worth it. Like, the fact that you have to get your boobs done every 10 years, that's a problem. Right. So you're going to so, get your boobs done four times? Like, no. No, I don't. I don't have money. Like, what? Like, exactly. you know, I'm working like, you know, a normal person. Get a freaking uh, lift and call it a day, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, wait, Chantal, what, did you see what Giselle walked in with? Oh, yeah, the corona. I thought it was kind of cute, but I hopefully she got her something else. But maybe, what? like, over the years, like, everyone just, like, they've done so much for each other. Right. But what? I thought the corona was cute because she always drinks the corona. Oh, is that why? Yeah, like you know, do you not remember Ashley and Yeah, um, her, now like, she's a beer drinker. Yeah, and they always drink the Corona, her and her like ex. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I did not real realize that at all. You're so right. Cause I was like, that's so petty to bring Corona, but yeah. you're so right. <laughs> like oh, I know it's because she like was being like thoughtful. But I was dying at Sharice and Karen twinning. Nothing more awkward than twinning with someone you don't like. Oh, seriously. I mean, nothing more awkward than twinning in general, but then like with like a distant person or just someone you don't like, like that is so cringe. I would die. Um, Whitney comes in and when Whitney walks in, Giselle literally like she skirts like opposite direction and they're really avoiding each other. Like they really do not like each other. I, I, I understand it though, I guess. Yeah, I do too. Robin was always late, but I am sure production is telling her to walk in late, too. So, of course, like, she's one of the last ones to walk in. And it was so awkward when Robin was like, hi, Karen. And Karen was like, oh, hi. You know, it was just so fake. Like, there's just so much fakeness happening. Because, like, they end up filming a reunion, and then they don't talk after that. I know. And that's why everyone's like, in New York, you did this to me. In New York, we haven't talked. Right. And every show references, like, New York. And it's like, you see the damn reunion. Um, so NECA comes in and NECA's so cute. Like she's very complimentative. Is that a word? Um, I guess so I feel like you're saying it like weird. Probably. Well, she, she walks in and she literally compliments everyone. And I feel like she's, that's someone who is like trying. Yeah. I mean, you're giving a good impression. Like no one comes to be like, yo, who the hell is this girl coming in? Not saying a word. Right. Wendy and Ashley go to have a side conversation. Wait, did I call her Whitney before? Yeah, I think you did. And I was like, did she call her Whitney? <laughs> I, you know what? When I said Wendy, I'm like, this sounds weird. Why did I? I thought like you like were saying Wendy, and like it, like you just forgot instead of saying Wendy, right? Because you guys, my know, already make fun of her the way we talk. So like, let's get it together. I know. I wrote like because on see, oh my gosh, you guys, on my notes, I wrote Wendy, Whitney, Wendy, Wendy. So that's like Wendy, like W I N D Y. Yeah, and then I wrote Whitney, W H I N I, whatever, however you spell Whitney. And oh my gosh, sorry guys, don't don't write a bad review over that. Um, Wendy and Ashley go to have a side conversation, and Wendy feels like she wants Wendy. to. <laughs> Wendy, I'm saying it right, but it's Wendy. spelled W E, so Wendy, Wendy, mm-hmm. Wendy. I feel I have a problem pronouncing names. Chantel, someone asked us on Patreon though. They're like, "Hey, like, no disrespect, but you guys like extend all your words and your A's sound off." In Michigan, it's called like Michigan A's. And we all sound like this in Michigan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, no one in Michigan thinks it's weird. But when we go to other states, like, they'll be like, you I can tell. <laughs> yeah, you have an accent. And I'm like, what? We have an accent? <laughs> and then some people think we sound like Valley Girls. And I'm like, okay. Oh, that's like me for sure. Like, I probably do. We we extend our words. We're like, yeah. We do. I don't, like, I, yeah, just something that we can't control. I'm sorry, guys. We all don't sound the same. Anyways, so Wendy and Ashley, their side conversation, they just want to feel like they're girls. Um, 
And, uh, you know, Wendy, obviously, Chantal, I can't do that, feels a type of way after last season with, like, the happy Eddie stuff. But I think it's understandable for her to feel that way. What do you think about Wendy? Like, what do you think about what Ashley said? Like, she was being messy. She She's being so messy. She's being so shady. She's being, like, so, like. Yeah. Uh, Because she's like, I'm going to tell you this, but then I'm also going to tell you this. I'm also going to tell you this. I mean, she in her confessional, she's like, me, I was drunk. But, I mean, you're bringing this friend in the group. How are you going to throw her in the bus like that? Like, what if Wendy walked out and was like, come here. Let's talk. And like, and this is her first experience. Like, why would you do that the first time the ladies meet her? And it doesn't look like based on the preview, she did that there. But I was like, so shook it. Um, it's just because- funny how like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying, like, they're talking about, like, these ancient gods and people who feel outcasts. And we have, like, villages in our culture, too, and things like that, where our parents, like, back in the day, they were like, don't marry this village. Like, they... You know, and we're like, who cares? You know, now it's not whatever. But basically, she was saying that from what I understood, Wendy, like, has a village that is, like, an outcast. Not a village, but whatever. And that's not true. And when Neko was talking about it, she literally wasn't even talking shit. I know. Well, the thing is, though, is, like, look how production, that's what I was going to say, like, production, like, where it was, like, let's put these two Nigerian women, like, after each other. If, if oh they did gosh. do that, which is so messed up because it's like they should be the ones to have each other's back. Right. Yeah. What do you think about Wendy saying she needs to be addressed as doctor? Like, just calm down. Too much. Too much. I mean, really like, is. I can understand Aneka when her husband is a doctor and she's like, this girl wants me to call her doctor. No offense. Right. Exactly. It's too much. I just stretched so big right now, by the way. Um, And it felt so good. Yeah, so I don't know. Potomac is good, guys. It's good. We're going to cover it, and it's great. And we were going to cover Mirror to Medicine, but, of course, Roxanne had. See, that's why Chantel is just a saint, because every day something happens with me, guys, with my kids and stuff, where one of them wakes up, and I'm like, um, never mind. I can't watch Mirror to Medicine. This year, I'm thankful for Honey Love because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear, especially when you've had several babies. Say goodbye to uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bra features support a bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft you won't take it off. And their shapewear uses targeted compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Having kids, I'm all about feeling comfortable. So when I tried this on, I felt amazing. And I do like to sleep with a bra, but I hated the underwire. So this is a win-win. You know that feeling when you come home from a long day and immediately want to take off your bra? With Honey Love, you'll never experience that again. Honey Love's best-selling crossover bra is so comfortable, it's sure to be your new go-to. This bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. Get yourself the gift of comfort. Plus, for this month only, Honey Love is giving up to 50% off site-wide. Visit honeylove.com slash TRH to shop their November sale and let them know we sent you when the survey asks. Let's talk about microdosing. You know that just right feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower where you are relaxed, focused, and a little energized. Being in the zone, well, microdosing can help you get into that zone easier and staying there longer. I took half a gummy right before I had meetings on meetings about my wedding because that stuff is super stressful and honestly, sometimes boring to me. I'd rather be doing anything else and a little THC never hurt anyone. So I was like, let's see if this will be fun and this helped me relax and just get more excited and not take the process so seriously. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code TRH to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com TRH. They have a they have few options, so go on there, see what works best for you if you're sleeping, to feel more energized, to feel more calm, pick whatever works for you. So it's hard out here. It really, really is. Um, with I just one sleep. thing I want to say about Mary to Madison because we didn't watch, we didn't recap the first episode, and all I wrote down, you guys, was that Alora's damn prom dress, okay, was more than my mother freaking wedding dress. That's How much all was it? Say. How much was it? It was like twenty four hundred on that d- damn thing. 
the thing that I, I didn't even, I wasn't even crazy about it. The thing like with people is like, yeah, you can spend money on a dress, but I swear you can find the cheaper dress and it looks so much better. I just feel like elegance and simplicity is key, but let's not talk about what I wore to prom. Okay. So it doesn't I even matter. <laughs> I had this like yellow flamingo dress and it was disgusting and I had no guidance for my mother either. So like, I just was that. shook. I was just so shook. Cause like, yeah, maybe like maybe a thousand, maybe like 800, 900 because she's going to the this like boutique but when i saw that price i was like she did not just spend more money than i did on my wedding dress wait can you believe that with married to medicine um anila and what was her name was it contessa they got fired I think i mean i'm kind of sad about contessa but i feel like anila was the worst thing to happen anila was the medicine. worst thing to happen she literally did not land and it did not make sense and she was the worst thing to happen to Mary to medicine i swear i hated no, it because of her yeah because no one is like an ass kisser on that show to me everyone holds their own Everyone knows how to say what they want. And Anila was just like an ass kisser. Like she and then how she turned on Toya? No. Yeah, no. exactly. Nope, Don't I didn't like it. It was, it was, it was so fake. Uh, yeah, so we didn't. But we're going to talk Southern Charm, guys. You guys. Yes. Montel has finally watched Southern Charm. And we are going to talk about it. And um, I, I love Southern Charm this season. So how are you? So just so you guys know, like literally a couple months ago, I was like, Chantel, please watch Southern Charm. I no, like not a couple it. months ago, like maybe like a year ago before we started this podcast. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wow. Time is flying. I literally told Chantel, I was like, please rewatch Southern Charm. Like I you just told me to watch it. it. I never, I never watched it. Oh, you're it. right. I was on maternity leave. Uh, and I, well, but I had just rewatched it and it was so good. And I'm like, damn, Southern Charm is good. And this was when, yeah, because Craig had appeared on Summer House. Him and Paige started dating. You're right. And um, Chantel was like, I don't get it. Like she rewatched it and she was like, I don't get it. And I'm like, are you kidding? You're not paying attention then. Because it really is so good to me. I know. Maybe like I'm going to try doing it again now um, to, to go back. Because I think you maybe like were, was like, go back to the fourth fourth season so then I was like no I have to start from the first first season was so stupid so then I was like okay let me go to the fourth season and then I did that and like yeah it was good and I watched I think up to like the sixth or something I rewatched the whole thing and I was like this is actually to me back in the day was so much better um but anyways so yeah so we're watching southern charm and obviously there's this like olivia and um taylor debate and it is weird that i feel bad for taylor even though i shouldn't feel bad for her because at the end of the day olivia and taylor were friends but like also like olivia and taylor weren't like long life friends or anything not just okay everyone's gonna disagree with me here but they were friends from the show and it is messed up, but the way Austin always has been about Taylor, like you could tell that he had a crush on her. You could tell he always like really valued her that I wasn't really shocked. And no matter what, actually, like, I don't know. No, they weren't that close. Cause Chantal, I'm thinking like, would I ever think that you would do that with my husband? Like, no, I wouldn't, but like we're family. It's a different story. But and, like, I, being married is something different too. Right, right. Yeah. So I just always had a soft spot. I, okay. So at BravoCon, you guys, I'm sure the panel, it is on Peacock, but I don't know if, because again, they don't, people were booing Austin and Roxanne was booing Austin too and calling him a liar. Because here's my biggest thing with Austin that I do not F with, that I do not like that he did, is him and Taylor had a kiss, right? And they both said to each other, you know what? We're not even going to move forward with this. Let's never tell anybody. And then when it came to it, Taylor literally lied to her best friend, Olivia, and said nothing ever happened. And and, and she texted him again before this and says, I'm going to meet up with her. Should I lie again? And he said to right. her to lie. Right. And then Austin, the second he's confronted with it, he tells the truth. I just thought it was so fucked up. And some people are saying, well, but why would she ever like listen to Austin? I feel like anyone in that situation would have because they don't want to hurt and nothing came from it. So it's like, what's the point of hurting my friend? Like we both agreed to make it a secret. And that's what Austin, he was at BravoCon like saying, okay, you had a decision. You could have still told her. You didn't have to listen to me. And I was like, that is so fucked up right there. Like you told her, let's not do this. She did listen. And now you're using it against her that she did listen to you. And Olivia actually at BravoCon came in and was like, shut up, Austin. Like you put her in that situation too, which I appreciated Olivia doing that. But that's why I don't F with Austin. Like it's like take accountability and be like, yeah, it was messed up. Like I put her in a bad situation, 
But like he's saying, you shouldn't have listened to me. Like you didn't have to listen to me. This is your best friend. He's the most manipulative person I think yeah. I've ever watched in my life. He knows. He thinks he's so charming, and he gets these girls. And I swear, that's why like I don't understand these these girls on this show because the way that they like Shep and Austin, I'm just so disgusted and turned off that I'm like, get it together. Like go into a boot camp. Let's get it together, women. Yeah. And like Taylor obviously still feels something so strongly for Shep, which like just wait. Taylor is going to find what Madison found and literally be like, ew, the fact that I care that much. But we've all been there. Like she's young. We've all been there where there's like a guy that, you know, there's so many red flags, but we feel like it's the end of the world. Like, you know, whatever. And so I feel bad for her. And she's handling it poorly where she's like sending pictures to Whitney and she's doing, you know, ridiculous things but why do I feel bad for her I don't know I don't know why you feel bad for her because I don't feel bad for her because I just think that she's one of those people that she like seems she's just like one of those girls that seems nice but then it's like okay like can you take accountability can you really understand what you did because I don't think she really grasped what she did was wrong yeah well I mean so what we what so Olivia's brother died which is so sad I remember when we shared that like Olivia's brother dying and uh, that's it's just so crazy because Austin, you know, lost um, a sibling as well. So they can now relate on that. But um, and then apparently like, not apparently. And then Taylor's um, brother died as well. What? What? Yeah. Taylor's brother passed away. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. They, they said that at BravoCon. So then her, her brother passed away. And, like, that's they've been there for each other. But Taylor and their family have not said why that the brother passed away. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't hear that. Wait, what do you mean? That was such a big deal. So it's just crazy that two people on the cast, their brother just passed away in the same year. Wait, at that point did olivia's let's see let's google when did olivia's no he um her brother passed away in june so southern charm was just wrapped and so we're probably going to hear them talk oh, about no, no, no. The... oh my gosh wow at the reunion <gasps> olivia's brother wow this is crazy chantal i had no idea about this so olivia's brother passed january 30th 2023 and uh, taylor's uh, in june of 2023 wow and they say and then olivia's brother died from fentanyl overdose oh gosh like yeah and then they they have not said what um taylor's brother died from and i think that her family and her are just being very like you know um closed off from that and they're not gonna say it wow uh, this is like wild like oh my god i so what did they say at BravoCon about it I think they basically were, they basically said like we're over the situation or we, we're friends again and we're there for each other because of what happened in our personal lives. Like we're like they basically said like you know we're not worried about the situation. Like Taylor, Taylor was saying like Olivia's been there for me because of my brother. So like you, you like you got that they're friends again and like they're cool. Was he on the episode this last episode or no? No, but she she they did show a they did show of like a video of her facetiming him. Wait, you guys, that's so sad. I'm actually so sad. Like, he's so young. Uh, yeah. You guys, I feel like people in their 30s are, like, dying left and right. That is so freaking sad. Oh, my gosh, Chantel. I can't believe you didn't pick up on them. I had no, I don't know how I did not know this. Like, how did I not know this? Oh, my gosh. That is oh, my God. No, he was he was on this episode. He brought his girlfriend. Sorry, that's what he did. He was on Okay, yeah, because I just saw a picture of him, and I feel like I saw him on the episode. Yeah, he was on the episode. So, like, that's just so sad. Like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Wow. That is the saddest thing ever. So, Taylor, by the way, like, you can tell, like, you can tell Taylor, Olivia, they were raised by, like, such great parents. Like, they have the yeah. best parents ever. How sad how Taylor's um or no olivia's dad is just like non-stop working because he can't like handle it i know Ew, i'm about to get emotional and i just don't have time for this it's like monday and i don't feel like crying but that is just it's all super sad so so they have like a cabin and olivia goes there and it was so weird because she packs like her stuff and she literally leaves 30 minutes later that was ballsy of her. I mean, Olivia went hard on the conversation, but I think Taylor should have just said, you know, like, I'm so, so, so sorry. Like, yeah, that was wrong at the timing. But then for Taylor to, or for Olivia to be like, okay, I'm leaving with her, with already bringing her suitcases right. in. Because, but to me, it's like, she knew she was leaving because she knew the guys were there. I know. That's true. Yeah. Like, I really feel like she knew, like, she, she knew there's a 90% chance I'm going to leave. And this is like too much where sometimes it's hard to like your brother just died. And then you are going to go into like a family with like 
the brothers, the sisters, and everyone's like mom and dad. And it's like a lot. Like you don't want to see that too, I feel. So she, Wait, I have, oh yeah, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. No, I have a question because Shep to me is so like, is the kind of guy like is so annoying and that he like will offer, he will offer his cabin, but like, he's like that. He's so ugly to me that he'll like expect everyone to do something just because he's offering it. Is that true of him or no? He's just very like giving. No, I feel like he's actually pretty giving. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he expects. Shep is like, I don't know. He's he has like he's a like good lost type of... sometimes. Yeah. No, I think he's actually pretty giving and he does go above and beyond. He's just like he drinks a lot and okay. but he makes it very apparent like he's like I never want to get married. I never want to have kids. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Like this is who I am. And Taylor knew that, but you know, she, you know, she thought that she was going to be the girl that changed him. And it's like, there's a 1% chance a girl's going to change that man. Like literally yeah. a 1%. Um, but, and you know, like he cheats, he does all that stuff, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's wild, wild, wild. Um, so anyway, so Olivia ends up leaving and she's like, she calls him and she's like, Hey, I'm going to come. And we're, I was like, okay, Olivia, what? Like, I was just <laughs> so shocked by her doing this. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And Taylor apparently was going to go there. And when Olivia finds out that Taylor's going, she's like all like annoyed. And I'm like, well, I mean, what you, you knew expect? that? Like, what, what did you And expect? also you knew that, like, I'm sure before climbing up, she texted you and saying, Hey, we're going to go to dinner at the boys, the boys cabin tonight. What do you think about the guy and oh and what's his name Chantal I forgot JT Olivia. and Ryan. Yeah, the one that Olivia like hooked up with. But both of these guys are delusional. Like JT is like obsessed with Taylor. I don't know. And then Ronnie, this is Ronnie's Olivia's guy. Yeah, and he has no motherfucking clue. Okay, no, no clue. Game. And and it, but it pisses me off how Olivia basically is with him because Olivia, you do not like him. So why are you trying that? Not like him at all. Yeah. So why are you trying? Are you? Do, she's literally doing it to make Austin jealous. So at BravoCon, it was so freaking funny because like they brought up the kiss and someone was like, yeah, like and they like made fun of it Chantal that kiss that they had was by far the most uncomfortable kiss I've ever seen I was cracking up because like obviously at BravoCon I didn't watch this and when I when I saw it I was like oh my god this is the kiss you were talking about yeah because they were talking about it and they were like oh yeah like oh Madison said she's like looked like it was your first kiss that you've ever like she thought <laughs> it and I was like no for real that looked like his first kiss like what was that Oh my gosh, that was so awkward. And she's so not into him. And he literally takes her aside. She just lost her brother. And he's like, listen, I want to make sure we're only committed. Because he's he's upset about the bra thing. What do you think about the bra thing? Um, I think that's also weird. Like, like in Olivia, it's like, why are you at Austin's taking off your bra and like watching a movie with him? Like, why are you giving him any satisfaction? Why? Yeah, like, And that's what pisses me off. Sometimes it's like, but I will say Olivia has held Austin accountable. But like, it's like. You... But, but then look at she goes back and does things like that and right then like, and You're then he so had a girl that came over that night so it's like how stupid do you feel right like it's so embarrassing and then like who just takes off their bra and says throw it what what bra are you wearing boo boo like why are you just gonna throw a bra you know no, it it's takes... like you wanted to come back and like get it from him right i feel like some feel like people do that just to come back and so that you like hang out with them again so um yeah, I don't, I don't know, Chantel. That was, that was just like weird. And so he wants like commitment. Like he's ready to get serious. And I'm like, read the room, dude. She's like literally not into you. Like, did you not see that car ride of them going? He's like, yeah. So are you going to talk to Taylor? Like, that's the best thing you guys can talk about. What? And like, he's like, I'm going to ride with you. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, it's like, she didn't want you in there. Like, please exactly. stop invading my personal space. Right. <laughs> literally, that's how she felt, dude. Um, so she, what does she even say to him? I don't even remember. She's like, she's like, I'm dating other people. And oh, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so <laughs> awkward. She's like, listen, I'm seeing other people. I mean, that was ballsy of her. And then she said, like, like what, whatever's going on. Like, I mean, like, that's kind of like for him to really like put that on her when her brother just passed away. I think that's right. a lot. Like, unless she's telling you, like, you shut your mouth and don't say anything. Right. Like, you red flag central. What the hell was that? Yeah. Like, I would never, if my brother just passed away, the last thing I'm thinking about is like, who should I be exclusive with? Right. So, um, yeah, that let's that ship has sailed. They did ask at BravoCon, like she's like, never say never, and it's like Olivia, just say never, because you would never. Seriously, like I don't know why she's trying to be so nice. Right. Um, but it's so weird because with Olivia and Austin, I never saw that connection with them either. It, like I never felt like Austin was really into her. Is it Olivia? Like does she is she just like weird sometimes? Like the way she comes across and talks? Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like he wasn't into her. Like he's into like a crazy girl like Madison and I just feel like Olivia and him gave me such friend vibes. 
Okay. So let's um, talk. So Taylor comes, okay, and she comes, and Olivia's like, "Oh my gosh, like, I need a drink." And I'm like, "Okay, you just like had a conversation with her. Relax. Like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm whatever." But, um, and uh, you know, I why do I think Taylor is like the cutest girl ever? Too. She is. She is pretty. She is so cute to me. Uh, like just like cute girl next door type of person yeah that's why like people need to hold her more accountable though because it's like she does like that but then like oh she does like all these shady weird things yeah so they have like a dinner and then um they end up having like a fight outside and it's because like Shep is literally the biggest sore loser in the entire world (laughs) this is where I'm like he is so immature like I just hate everything about Shep you guys I'm so sorry if you guys are Shep fans I just don't understand him and I will I would never ever be attracted to a man like that yeah, where he takes it too far, and it's like, bro, you're like 40-something. How old is he? Let's look. Because I don't even know. Shep's age. He's 43. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, Chantel, I was like, oh my gosh, 43, but like, actually, he's not that old. Now I'm like, now that we're like getting there, I'm like, 43 is young, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, but 43 to act like that, I mean, it's like, what the Yeah, heck? to act like that is so wild. Like, it's crazy. Wow, Craig is 34. I felt like Craig was so much older. Um, I think he's, he said he was turning 30. He's only 34. I think he said 35 in this episode. It says he's 34 right now. So, oh, okay. but yeah, to me, he looks so much older. I but feel so bad for, we didn't even talk about the crack situation. Because, I know we've always talked about it, but it's like, I really do feel so bad for oh, him yeah. because it's like, he's like the girl in the situation. He literally is like me. Like, it's like, he's literally having to like ask Paige so many times, like, when are you going to settle? When are you going to want to settle down? Like, and it's like so unfair for Paige to put him in that situation when she knows how he, how bad he wants it. So it's like, just let him know if you're not willing to do well, anything. Well, she's, she, but, but she's being transparent. Like she's being honest with him. She's like, I'm, I want to, I want to start having kids at 35. So he's like, wait, you want to have kids at 35? That's true. Like, she's literally telling him and it's like, he's like, what do I do? Do I like leave? Cause I don't want to wait or do I wait? And then, you know, I'm like, he wants to be a young dad. Cause he said that then he'll end up being 40. And when she's like 35, cause she's like what 30 right now or something. And he's like, I'm going to end up being 40 years old. And like, I just feel like Paige is that person who does not want kids until she's like in her late thirties. And that even when 35 comes, she'll be like, I'm not ready. And I just feel like she's, he's literally going to do everything for her. He, and you know what ends up happening is you start resenting those people. Yeah. No, it's when not you cool like or... move for them, you had kids on their time. You did everything on their time. There was no compromise there. And that's literally what's going to end up happening with them. I don't feel like there's a way that they're going to last. I really don't. Yeah. I will be shocked. I think he's head over heels for her. He loves her. I think it gets exciting. You know, even her indicating, yeah, like I really knew I was like into Craig and I loved it at BravoCon seeing him from the other side of the room. Because it's all exciting. It's fun. Like when you work with like someone who you're dating and like you're like you're in this like scenario where you guys are like famous and it's all funny and it's like they're in a separate show you're in a separate show that stuff's fun but when you're at home and just like sitting at home seven days a week is that fun imagine if they had a COVID relationship Chantel you think they would work well I think they were during COVID were they yeah oh okay well I don't know I but if I don't know I just feel like they wouldn't work like right now at this time if they were suddenly they're in COVID and it's like no more of this stuff she would get so annoyed of him because in the beginning of the relationship it's fun like it's yeah, fun no, no matter what so I, I just don't think that they're gonna work and it sucks because he is gonna end up waiting for everything and I feel bad because I just feel like there's no compromise in this relationship yep so anyway, so they, uh, so Shep gets mad about like losing a game. He feels like Taylor's taunting. And then of course, like Taylor is like, you cheated on me. And I'm like, oh my God, Taylor. I know. Like, it's like, she just can't, like, it's like, Taylor, you need to go to therapy about this cheating thing or stop oh, hanging no. around someone that yeah, did it for you. Exactly. She just needs to stop. And, um, and then what ends up happening? What do you, he's like, I don't even know what he said. Um, he go no, she's like, um, he said, and I, oh my God, I just wrote how fucking crazy for someone to say something like that. But he basically said that I had fun cheating on you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. See, you guys, I didn't write notes for this. So I'm like dying because I can't reference anything. He did. He's like, yeah, and it was fun cheating or something. And then she's like, oh, how could you say and that? She, and, then he- and then she threw a drink at him and like went inside hyperventilating. Right. Yeah, that was scary. I mean, because that's a big story. Like if they're, when did they break up? Like for, when did they film and when did they break up? How, like how much has, this, how much time has passed? I don't even know. Like not even eight months or something? Yeah, like I would, I would that's think. That's very yeah. sore. Like that's a very sore topic. And he's like literally pouring salt in her wounds. Yeah, no. And then, but then they end up sleeping in the same bed with each other. I don't think they had sex. 
Oh, I didn't see. Th- so they ended up sleeping in the same bed. I thought like yeah. I saw a preview of them saying like they had sex. No, or something, they ended but... up. No, they didn't say it. Like she was like, she actually like implied that she didn't have sex with him and that they were just sleeping there. But then like Taylor had saw it, or I'm sorry, Olivia had saw it, and she like ran upstairs and she's like, they're sleeping in the same bed right now. And she told Craig and Austin, and they were like, oh wow. And it was, like, kind of, like, just, like, them gossiping about it. Because it is weird. It's, like, are you, like, that's why she's, like, a lost puppy right now. Like, it's really, it's really bad how she is. And I'm loving it, though. I'm loving the season. <laughs> I really am. Um, Anything else about the episode, Chantel? No, I think that's it. Yeah, it's good, you guys. It's good. Um, But that's all, you guys. You guys, we're not going to be back until Thursday. Miss us. Don't miss or us. Friday. I know. I'm sorry. And a lot of you guys, I'm getting emails about our event on January 13th. We told you guys we were going to do an event. I don't think we're going to do it anymore just because we told you who would be involved in it. So, I mean, if anything changes, we'll definitely update you guys. Yeah. And then hopefully we can come up with something. Yeah. It might be hard with Roxanne's due date and my wedding. (laughs) Right. So at that point, if it doesn't, we'll probably have to wait until I have the baby. Yeah. But we shall see. But... Um, thank you guys for supporting us. Please be sure to subscribe. Please write us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate them so much. And um, join us on Patreon if you can. If not, thank you just for listening to us here. But we love you guys so much. And we will talk soon. Have a beautiful day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.